0: Hello, back to the mindset edit. I'm your host, Victoria D'Ambrosio. And thank you so very much for tuning in to this week's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about releasing the how in the manifestation process. If you have been in the manifestation world, you probably heard the saying that the how is not your job and that you have to release the how you have to have this detachment to your manifestation in order for it to come in. So we're going to be talking about what that actually means some of the science that supports that and if you have never heard this saying before and you're like Victoria what on earth are you even saying do not worry we are going to get into all of it because this is a really important piece of the manifestation process to understand and it can be a bit confusing so I'm excited to have this as a podcast episode And speaking of that, before we dive in, I do want to say this is actually a podcast episode that I'm doing because of someone who submitted um, a request to have this podcast episode a few days ago on my Instagram story. I had the idea to do a rapid fire Q&A type episode where you guys would submit questions to me on Instagram stories and then I would kind of just, you know, answer them. But what ended up happening was I got some really good questions that I felt each warranted their own episode because they're all their own like bigger topic that I want to spend the time to actually talk about. So all that being said, if you guys have any specific topics or questions, you can always DM me on Instagram, but if you don't already follow me, go do that so we can be friends on Instagram. And then when I do this again, because I definitely, definitely will, where I'll take you know, questions for the podcast, whether it be a rapid fire QA or individual. If you're, you know, following me on Instagram, you can see and then have your very specific question answered on the podcast. So if you're not already following me on Instagram, you can do that. My handle is at Victoria D'Ambrosio. As always, everything will be in the show notes. But with that, let's dive into releasing the how. So the really common saying is the how is not your job, the what and the why is your job. So what that means is when you have your manifestation, so whatever it is you're looking to achieve, whether that be a relationship, more money, a promotion, uh, anything really, how you actually obtain it. So the actual like step-by-step, piece-by-piece way of how it ultimately comes together is not your job. Your only job is to figure out and identify what it is you want and get clear on why you want it. And I would add something to that saying is your other job is to clear the limiting beliefs and subconscious blocks that are preventing it from coming through because that's the missing piece. But the what and the why is your job. How it's going to happen is not your job to figure out. So there's two sides to the coin on this, I would think, right? So on one hand, right? This can be really a sense of relief. If you think about it in terms of, you know, when it comes to manifestation, you truly can manifest anything that you want. It's just a matter of, you know, removing the blocks and building your manifestation muscles and being able to receive the manifestation, but there's nothing you can't manifest. If you want to manifest $1 billion, you can do that, right? And what often happens is so many of us myself included, will think about a really big goal that we want to achieve that's really big and crazy. And even if you might think it's possible for you, you're like, but I have no idea how that would ever happen. Like, I have no idea how I could bring in X dollars a month, how I could meet my soulmate, how I could whatever it is. And so I think that's a really comforting thing to know is like the how is not your job. So don't let that be the reason why you play small right? If there's something you really want, like maybe you want to become an actress. Like you've always secretly deep down inside wanted to be in movies. But maybe, you know, you're like, ah, I don't even know how that would happen. Like I live in the middle of nowhere. I've never taken acting class. Like the how is not your job, right? You have to just figure out what you want and get clear on why you want it. And so you don't need to know every single step of the way in order for you to manifest it. So. I hope that just understanding that eases some pressure off of you where you're like, okay, I don't need to know exactly how I'm going to land a really big, you know, movie deal, but I know that's what I want and I know that why I want it and then the rest will start to come into place from there, right? And part of this is because at the end of the day, you really just want your end goal. You don't actually care about how it happens. You might think you do, but at the end of the day, do you really like? If if you think about all the steps in between, you don't really care how exactly it happens. You just care that it happens. If you think about wanting to make more money, do you really care if it's through one specific revenue stream in your business, or if you know that month you got really lucky, you were in a fantasy football league and you won it and you won the same amount of money does it like really matter if you were just really after the money and why you wanted the money was because you wanted to pay all these bills so that you could put money down on maybe some debt and feel all this relief? Like it doesn't matter actually how the money came to be in your wallet. It just matters that it's there and what it's giving you because of the why you want it. Right. And just to kind of illustrate this point, I've heard this example before. I didn't come up with it. I, I can't remember where I heard it. Right. But you think about money, This, I, and I use money because I know it's just a big example, but you, you have to think about why you want something, right? So you have to get clear on what you want. So I think that's, people understand what you mean, but it's like, why do you want it? You're like, oh, well, I want money because it would be nice to have, or, um, you know, I want to buy all these things, but get, really get clear on why you want what you want. Like, What are the emotions that are going to come as a result of you manifesting that thing? Because if you think about money if I were to say okay I'm gonna give you a hundred million dollars I'm gonna give you a hundred million dollars but that hundred million dollars is locked away in a bank account and you can't touch it it's yours you have it but you can't do anything with it do you see the difference there you don't actually want a hundred million dollars or a lot of money you want the thing that money would provide you with whether that's paying for an experience or whatever it is, it's the sense of freedom, um, the relief you're going to feel, the gratitude you would feel, et cetera, et cetera. But that's what you actually want because money, it's just like the dollar bills. They're just pieces of paper in and of itself, right? You want all the freedom. So in this example, you could say, well, does it matter if I give you X amount of dollars right? You don't want the dollars, but what if I gave you, for example, the vacation you've been wanting to go on for free? Because that's ultimately what you wanted in this example, right? You don't actually care about the money, but you just really wanted to go on a trip, right? And then if we're bringing it back to the how is not your job, well, does it matter if if the ultimate what you want and why you want it is this vacation for whatever reason, right? does it really matter if you make the money to cover it through your business or you win a raffle and get to go on the vacation for free? No. So the how does not matter as much and the how is not your job. I know that can be really hard for people who, like me, like to kind of control everything and map everything out. or are like to pinpoint everything, but you have to kind of release part of that. And that's not to say that you sit on your butt and you do nothing. That is one of the biggest misconceptions. And I know I struggled with this for so long. You're like, okay, well, the how is not my job. Like, I just want clients in my business. So I'm just going to like sit here and expect them to all like magically manifest into my lab somehow, miraculously, even though I'm doing literally nothing to get them, right? And so the how not being your job does not mean you don't take any action. No, 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 no. You still take action, right? What it means is don't get caught up in it has to come through in this one way that I decided in this one exact plan that I created, right? So, if we're going back to the vacation example, right? If you were determined to make money through the business, like, you can start taking action in your business but staying open to other ideas. Don't be like, no, I have to do it this way. It has to come through you know, my course sales and I have to make money that way when maybe someone wants to hire you for one-on-one coaching and then it's the same amount as multiple course sales. Or like I said in the example, you actually figure out there's this sort of raffle and you can win it for free. So you're still gonna take action the way you know to do best. So following that initial plan. But as you take that action, stay open-minded to the possibility that there might be a faster, easier, better way for you to manifest the end goal. Okay. So the how not being your job just means that you may not know the best answer. Sometimes you will, Sometimes you're like, okay, I want to go on this vacation. I need to make X amount of dollars and I'm going to make that through my business. And that's the way you do it. And that kind of works like it's a one-to-one match. Sometimes you're like, okay, I want to go on this vacation. And you start down the path and then another opportunity comes in. But if you're closed-minded, you're not going to see the opportunity or you're not going to take the opportunity. And then you're not going to be able to manifest your goals. Because for whatever reason, the plan that you set out in place was not really what the best idea for you in that scenario right so I just really really want to be clear where it's like the how not being your job means take action the way you know how stay open-minded to whatever possibilities and pivots come your way and if you don't know the whole plan just think about what is one step closer one step so like if I think of something like really big and crazy like the example where I' saying you want to Become an actress, and you live in the middle of nowhere. You have no experience, etc. What would be the first step? Maybe the first step would be I'm gonna sign up for the local theater, and I'm gonna get practice that way. Like you don't now need to know how to get an agent and how to land a multiple million dollar acting deal. But the next step is to maybe get some experience. And the how not being your job is just you taking it step by step in the way that you know best. And ultimately, if you're following your intuition and you're doing what's right for you, and just meaning you're following your heart, like you're not doing things because you're supposed to, because society told you, you should do one thing, but you're actually just following those intuitive nudges. It will eventually lead you to your manifestation. So that's kind of the how not being your job. And I want to give an example like a super basic example of how this plays out it's not a manifestation example but this will help you illustrate this whole thing to you I think really well and also will lead us into kind of the science of it all so when I I went to school in Boston right in downtown Boston and if you guys are familiar with Boston you might have heard of been inside of the Prudential Center it's just this big building in downtown Boston which is essentially a mall there's like a bunch of shops and stuff so I was trying to get into this building on the Boylston Street entrance if you guys are familiar with Boston Boylston Street is a pretty busy street it's actually where the Boston Marathon ends if you guys have ever watched it on TV so there's always a lot of people whether it's people who actually live in Boston like me or there are tourists there all the time so it gets very very crowded and so I was trying to go in for I don't even know what reason. And if you're looking at the entrance to the Prudential Center from the Boylston Street entr- entrance, this is how it looks like. There is a regular door on the far most left side. Then there's two, two like um, swivel doors. What are they? Like the pushing ones. I can't. That's not the real name, but I know you know what I'm the revolving door. <laughs> the revo- there's two revolving doors. And then I believe there's another regular door on the far most right side, not 100% sure. So the revolving doors are really big. They're kind of like the main entrance, right? The big doors. And time and time again, I would notice so many people would try to clog up trying to get into one of these two revolving doors. So again, remember, it's, there's like four doors, but there's like two big ones in the center. And because everyone's like, I have to get in the Prudential Center, it's cold and rainy outside, especially if it was in the winter, like they're all just trying to like shove, but it's a freaking revolving door. Like there's only so much room, right? You have to wait, whatever. And I just remember stepping back one day and realizing, oh my God, there's a door on the left. I know that sounds obvious to you guys because I, the way I explained it, I was like, there's a door on the left. But for like the longest time, I would always just like default go into those revolving doors and everyone else would, right? Because everyone is seeing everyone, what everyone wants is to get inside of the Prudential Center. And they're just assuming they're like, you know, they have this tunnel vision where they're like, I have to get in through this revolving door, right? Everyone else goes to the revolving door. It's the biggest thing. It's right in front of my face, revolving door, revolving door, and everyone's trying to push and shove to get in. So their solution to how to get in is go through the revolving door and try to push and shove and weasel your way in front of this huge freaking crowd to get in. That's their solution. However, I'm standing there as well. And because I'm like, wait a second, like, let me just take a step back and see what other options there are. There's a freaking door literally connected like right to the left of this other door. And no one is going through it. Not a single soul. Not a single soul is going through this door. And I swear to God, there's at least at least 40 people trying to shove their, their, themselves and their bodies through these two revolving doors. And so I hope that illustrates you, right? Like everyone has the same angle. We all want to get in the Prudential Center, right? But because they were so focused, they were making the how their job. They're like, I know how I'm going to get into the Prudential Center. I am going to go through these doors, hell or high water, that they didn't even notice that there's another door right there that no, literally no one was at. I literally just walked, in, opened the door, and went in. And the craziest thing like no one really even noticed that I did that. Like you would have at least thought, like <laughs> someone would have seen me. And I'm like, oh hey, but like, because they were so focused on pushing through the revolving door. So, again, taking it a step back, right? Like the ha- what we all wanted was the same to get in the Prudential Center. I showed up go uh, planning to go through those two main doors because that's generally how I would always go through. But I didn't stay attached to that. I was like, I just want to get in the Prudential Center. Is there another way for me to get in the Prudential Center? And then I saw the other door. So if you apply this to your life and your manifestations, right? Where are you? You're taking action, which is really, really good, right? Like I had to get myself to the Prudential Center. I had to take myself to the doors, right? But when I realized, hey, the first way I thought to do this it doesn't seem to be the most effective or efficient. It's not really working for me. There's so many people I can't get in. Is there another way, right? So with you and your manifestations, if you're trying really hard to do something in one way, right? Take a step back and see like, hey, is, is there another way I could potentially do this, right? So use a dating example, right? If you're just swiping on the apps, which I know a lot of people do, right? But it's not really working for you. Maybe you can think, okay, How else could I possibly meet someone? Whether that's, okay, maybe I go to a bar. Maybe I ask my friends if they know anyone who's single. Maybe whatever it is. I don't know. You can talk to coworkers. (laughs) But right, just the, the idea of taking a step back to say, how else could it be possible to achieve the same end goal? Whether it's getting in the Prudential Center or finding your dream partner. How else could I try to achieve the same goal because all I care about is the end goal I don't necessarily if I find my soulmate on hinge or bumble or I meet them at a restaurant or it's a blind date or I sign up for match.com I I have no idea (laughs) right all that matters is the end goal and to ask yourself that and now to finally talk about this from like the science perspective I believe I talked about this on I think it was the second or third episode I ever have done. So quite a long time ago, but our brain has a filtration system. It is called your reticular activating system. And so it literally filters what's going on in your reality and only picks up on less than 0.01%, less than that. So you're between your five senses, you're picking up hundreds of millions of bits of information per second. Your conscious mind quite literally cannot take it all in at once. It all goes to your subconscious, but consciously you're only aware of that 0.01%. And your filters, like what how it actually filters information and decides what of all of that information it's going to, you know, show you essentially is based on your subconscious mind primarily and what it deems important. So if you are really only focused on one way of achieving something, whether it's, you know, the revolving door, then that is literally what your brain is filtering for. Your brain is those side doors are part of the information that is being filtered out by your reticular activating system. So that is why, even though the door was right there, That is why even though I opened the door and went in, nobody else saw me because their brain was literally filtering that information out because their subconscious mind was just like, okay, has to be through this one way. Therefore, we're only going to show him or her that one way. However, if you are open to other ideas, right, you're still going to see that one way, but you will quite literally see other things. And it's not, again, same thing with manifestation, that these things didn't exist before. You're not magically making things appear out of thin air, though it feels that way a lot of the time. It's opportunities that are coming to you that you literally would not have seen, or in some cases, right, if you wouldn't have taken certain action, you wouldn't have been put into a situation to be there. But I think that's where another misconception with manifestation is it's like, oh, these things are just like, magically appearing out of thin air. And again, it totally feels that way. It really does. (laughs) But a lot of the times it's stuff that's right under our nose that our brain just didn't pick up on because of those filters. So to kind of start wrapping this up, if there is something you want and there is a specific way that you really do prefer to use that as your how. So for me, I could use an example with my business, right? Maybe I want to make sales, but I really want to make sales through for, uh, course sales as opposed to private coaching sales, right? If for whatever version that is for you, what I would suggest to you is to still go after the way that you want in the way you know how, right? So to still take those action steps, you still have to do the work and to stay open and to stay open in a way where it's you're thinking to yourself or if you're, you know, spiritual, religious, to God, the universe, whoever, I want this or something better. Because I think that's the thing, right? If you want something and it could still give you the end goal, but the how is really unaligned, do not take that. That is not what I'm advocating for at all. And that actually happens a decent amount of the time. But what you would be open to is, hey, I, you know, have this idea that I want to make X amount of dollars more in my business per month, and I would like it to come through course sales, but I'm open to something better. And I've actually had that before where I was thinking the exact same thing. I wanted to do course sales. And what ended up happening is I got a brand deal. So I was like, okay, all I have to do is film this TikTok and I'm going to make all this money from it. I, I had no idea that wasn't on my radar, but it worked because I still was able to increase my revenue for that month even though it wasn't how I wanted, But the how was still really aligned. I've also had situations where I wanted to increase my revenue and I have opportunities come that feel really unaligned and I don't take them. So don't take something that's not in alignment for you, but stay open to possibilities. And just by thinking about it in terms of this or something better is a really great way to stay open to the possibility while still executing on the goal in the way that you want it. Because again, it doesn't mean that the way you're going to do it, your how is wrong. Just stay open to the possibility because something better, faster, easier could be right under your nose if only you stay open to it and will help your manifestation come through so much faster. So I hope That makes sense. I hope that helps. If you guys have questions, as always, my DMs are open. But with that, I'm going to close out this episode. If you found it helpful, if you could leave a rating review or share this on your stories, get this into the hands of more people so we can all start manifesting our next level lives. I know I would appreciate it. And with that, I hope you guys have an incredible rest of your week and I will talk to you in the next episode.